0: Uh, Let us rise from our seats again, and we will receive our scripture reading, which comes from Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. This is his word. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Mike Tess. Mike Tess. Hello, everyone. It is so good to see all of you. Man, I just love Sundays. Um I had a rough week. You know, last Sunday I, I shared that I also have final exams and papers coming up. So this week I think I went to sleep at like 2 to 3 a.m. every day. And I was so tired. Uh, I was so caught up in like our school lives. And wow, the praise was so good, so good. I love Sundays because it reminds me, reminds me of God's love. God's mercy. Poured upon me. And when I'm praising God, I'm praising God. I know, I know what's ahead of me. Um, Eternity with God. Uh, With that, would you bow your heads and join me in prayer for this service? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your awesome truth, your awesome truth. Thank you for your mercy that poured upon us through your Son who came to us so that He can redeem us. At this time, Lord, Please pierce our hearts with your word, your life-giving word. Uh, that, is, that is a promise of eternity with you uh, that is given to us through your spoken word, which became flesh, Jesus. At this time, allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in everyone's hearts so that we may see of the future that is ahead of us, the eternity with you. We thank you, Lord. We love you. We pray everything in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So winter is coming up. Winter break is coming up. So I know a lot of you are working really, really hard. Schools like grinding through, you know. And some of us have SAT, like college apps to worry about. Maybe they, you got you need to finish it before uh, the winter break. Uh, It's winter break, you know, uh, we, all of us, most of us have retreats to go to, so we'll be away for three days from our homes, right? And some of us, maybe we're planning some vacations, right? Some vacations for this winter after the retreat. Um, And maybe, maybe, maybe you're like, ah, winter break is too short. I got to get away for even longer. So summer break is when you're planning that trip to maybe to Korea or somewhere else, right? Somewhere else. Um... I, got, I think like a year before COVID, I got to go to uh, Rome, actually Italy, Italy, with my brother. It was a first trip, actually. Yeah, it was our, my first trip with my brother. Just me and my brother, not like my entire family. Just me and my brother um, with, with our suitcases. Uh, we went to Rome. We went to uh, Florence. We went to Cinque Terre. That's like a, you might have seen it on Instagram. It's like a cliff. With like so many colorful, like not not the white, white houses, but like colorful houses with like pink, blue, pastel color, everything. And there were like five cities on the cliff. Uh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, and of course the food. Oh man, pasta. I don't know how many of you love like pasta. I love like carbs. Pasta is one of my favorite probably after rice <laughs> but pasta oh it was so so good there's so many different types of pasta i didn't even know like i was i'm looking at the list of like pasta that was available i was like huh like are these all like the same thing you are like yeah yeah they're, they're all pasta um but yeah food was so good we had so much fun uh we 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 planned to go to like places that we wanted to go to and also like uh we had like uh we planned out like a nice like relaxing parts too um it was really good but but it wasn't all fun it wasn't all fun so what happened was my brother got sick with the flu <laughs> i know that's the worst during like a vacation it's the worst right so like at nice, he it would be so hard for him to like get out of bed because he's like, like burning up right but then like we already paid for the trip it's not like we're going to go home, uh, she's like, well, you know, I'm here, might as well be there. And we can probably appreciate that a little more now that we had COVID pandemic, right? Uh, and like flu is going around right now. So it was hard too. It was hard. Um, so in all the fun and all the sickness and all the, you know, all the things that were sort of bothering us, even within that we started to around like 1.5, like so like around 10 day, day 10. We were like, oh, you know, it would be kind of nice to go home. <laughs> it's all fun and everything, but it will be, it'll be nice to go home, you know. Uh, I miss my bed. I miss my bed and I, I miss my, I, I love pasta, like I said, but I kind of want to eat some Korean food. I want my mom's like like, I miss that. I miss all of that. I miss home. And, you know, that's a sentiment that all of us probably felt before, right? No matter how fun a vacation is, no matter how hard uh, of a time you have, like tired you are, maybe even retreat, right? We, we're going to have really blessed time at the retreat, but by the end, you're kind of tired. You kind of want to go home. And that's the feeling that we have, feeling that we have as we live our lives. So, through the ups and downs of our lives, there's something within us, at our soul level, where we're, we're kind of longing for something. We're kind of homesick. We might not admit it. We might not admit it, but there is always something like buzzing, like within our that deep, deep within our soul. Like, we're, something is wrong. Something, something is quite not adding up. To, Something is wrong and I have this longing to be somewhere. Something is not right right now. You see, when God created us, when God created us, we were meant to be home. We were meant to be home. In the perfect world that God originally created, you see that everything uh, from the, the heavens and the earth... Uh, when he created the animals, and when he created us, he meant us to be with him in the Garden of Eden, right? And that's why we call the Garden of Eden sometimes paradise, paradise lost, paradise, right? So something that we had, something that was really good, but something that we lost. You see, when we were created, God created us to be with him. God created us to be with him and that's the homesickness that we feel in our soul that's something that we're all sort of it's like a trauma our sin separated us from God and it's a trauma at our soul level we're longing to be back home with him but when we sinned what happened we got separated from God and we lost we were kicked out of Eden, right? Adam and sin, uh Adam and Eve were kicked out of Eden. So that's why that's why we all have this longing in our soul level. Whether you admit it or not, uh, just think about it. Like your everyday grind, everyday grind, right? It's like you go to school, you go home, you talk with your friends, you hang out with your friends and you repeat and repeat. And repeat. And what, what we played this exercise like a little bit with Pastor John's testimony, my testimony, right? What's waiting after that? What well, more school, college, and what work? It's gonna be the same thing. Something is wrong. Something is not right with this world. And that's the whole point of our passage today. It's telling us in God's story where we are headed, the final destination, the home that all of us are longing for. You know, one of the things that we are noticing in our passage about this home is, one, it's new heaven and a new earth. So in verse one, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth has passed away, and the sea was no more. (laughs) Excuse me. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So we see a new heaven and new earth. So what does that mean? Well, uh, I told you that my brother got married like a couple of weeks ago, right? So he and his wife, uh, they moved into their new home, new home. Uh, They bought a new place. Uh, He's no longer staying with our parents anymore. He's He's a man and wife. So he got a new home and he's moving in. So when he bought the house, there were a couple of things to renovate, right? Like, you see the carpet's kind of dark, black. I said, like, is it mold or I don't know what it is? It's kind of dirty. Let's get a new carpet, right? And uh, we got to get new furnitures. We got to fix up things here and there. So he's doing a little bit of remodeling, remodeling as he's moving in. And I'm also having a little bit of sort of remodeling as I'm moving into new home. Uh, That's my brother's old room. So he had a bigger room. I, I used to use a smaller room. So I was like, you know what, now that you're gone, this room is mine. So on day one, uh, the day he got married, I moved in. I bought all the new things. I cleaned up and everything. Uh, it's like I'm bringing in all my new furnitures. Uh, I don't want his stuff. Like, oh, take that away from me. So remodeling, right, remodeling as we are preparing to move into a new home. And what we see in our passage today is God, God Preparing that new home, remodeling for us. But this time, you know, I'm thinking about like room, right, for myself and like a new house for my brother. But this time, God, when he's preparing home for us, it's at a cosmic scale. It's a whole new world that he is creating. He's creating the new heavens, new earth, everything. Cosmic remodeling is what God is doing to prepare a home for us, right? And this world, this world, when we sinned, uh, what happened? Well, first of all, we broke our relationship with God, right? We broke our relationship with God. And then what, what did we see? <laughs> Adam started blaming Eve, and Eve started blaming Adam. It's like like our break, uh, relationship with each other got broken too. But also our relationship with the creation got broken. Uh, I don't know if you remember, in Genesis 317... God says, cursed is the ground because of you, Adam. Because you sinned, now the ground is cursed. Now the entire creation is cursed. Now there's death. Now there's decay. You know, even if we, if we look at um, the animal kingdom too, right? There's no living thing on earth that lives forever. Everything has death. Everything has been affected by our sin. And not only that, I mean, think, think about the sun too. Sun, uh, I, I read that it's in like a couple of billion of years, like CERN will burn out, right? And it will die. <laughs> Literally, it will, the sun, our source of life, the, 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 um, the light and, and the warmth that we get from the sun, everything in our solar system revolves around that sun. That sun will die too. Why? Because, because of our sin, Adam's sin, cursed is the ground. Now this world, this entire world is cursed with death. Death. And that's why we have this longing. We all have this longing at our soul level. Why? Because we were meant to be forever with God. In a creation that was perfect, that didn't have death. But because of our sin, now we live in a world where there is death. Where there is Suffering, even your mundane everyday life, something that is always bothering you. So why? Why? Well, what am I doing all this for? What is the meaning of all this? What is it? There's so something back of our mind that keeps on saying, We were meant for something more. We're meant for something more. But when we look around at our world, There's war, there's famine, COVID-19, virus, death all around, decay all around, and also, even in our lives, something is wrong. So much suffering, so much pain, broken relationships, something is wrong. And that's where uh, this passage is such such a wonderful news. You can see God, it's kind of like wiping the slate clean. He's saying the old is gone. Old old world where sin has tainted everything, that is gone. I'm making everything new. Starting from the earth, the heavens, the stars, everything will be new. And this time, it will be perfect. It will be perfect. And this time, it will last forever. This is for eternity. And the best part is, the best part is about this new home that God is preparing for us is who, right? Who Who will be there with us? You see, when we think of like when we're homesick, um, is it really like the physical place of home that we're really longing for? If you think about it, like really think about it. Is it really the, like, physical bed that I was longing for when I was in Italy? No, no. I actually, I stayed in pretty nice, like, hotels. Like, the bed was really nice. The room was really nice. Like, actually, I had better furnitures in the hotel. No, no, it wasn't the physical stuff. And when I said I miss Korean food, it's not necessarily, like, the food itself that I, I miss. I just love, I, I miss the feeling of being home that Korean food, like, provided for me. I miss, like, my parents, my family, the place where I grew up, the place where I feel comfortable, right? So when my brother, you know, he got the new house, um, so he calls this new place his home, right? New house as his home. Do you think when he calls, he's like, he's like, after a long day of work, I love coming home. I love coming home. Do you think he means, like, I love this physical house that I have uh, with the new carpet and new furnitures? No. To him, home is home because his wife is there. It's the place where there's someone. So it's not about the place. Yes, it's great to have these, the new home that God is preparing for us, the new heaven and new earth, everything new. But... We can't miss what's so great about this new heaven, like this heaven that we're going towards, this home that God is preparing for us. It's not the thing, but it's who. Who is there? Who is there? And we find in our passage God. God is coming down to us. God is the one who will come and make everything new. So, If you look at our passage, if you look at our passage, what does God say? What does God say? In verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with men. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. As their God. So the reason why we feel this homesickness at the soul level is because we've been separated from God. Our sin has separated us from God, who we were meant to be with for eternity. But now, through what Jesus has done, God is coming to us. And in this new home, this new home that is filled with all the new things, no decay, no death, this new home has a new, new master, new king. That's Jesus himself, Jesus himself. And if we look at Revelation 20, the chapter right before our passage, we see that Jesus, when he returns, he will claim victory once and for all over not only death, not only sin, but Satan. So the antagonist, That's been whispering in our ears since our our story from creation, of our fall. Satan is defeated. Death is defeated. Sin is defeated once and for all. And that's why, that's why God can say, in this place, this new home that I've created for you, the new home that I will come down and be with you forever, in this place... I will wipe away every tear. You will not be in pain ever in this place. There will be no suffering, no death. This will be heaven. This is where I dwell. With you and I with you and you with me forever. Forever. And... You know, it's, this sounds great. This sounds great. This sounds really, really great. Um, this new heaven, uh, new heaven and new earth, this place that we're going for eternity, this sounds so good. But what does that have to do with my life right now? Right? So what, what does this passage tell us? about how to live my life. You know, I, I understand that's coming for all who put their faith in Jesus. I understand heaven is there. Eternal life is there. And it's going to be great. No pain, no suffering, nothing. But how does that affect my life right now? When it seems like every day is like kind of mundane. Every day is school, home, repeat, school, home, repeat. Or maybe there are broken relationships in your lives right now. Or maybe there are even physical suffering, right? Some of our friends, I know they're sick. Um, there's a lot of flu and COVID going around nowadays. They're physically sick. So we, we, we look at this beautiful picture of what's coming, but what does that have to do with me right now? Because when I look around, I don't see heaven. I don't see heaven. I, I, I see suffering. I see death. I see pain. So what does that have to do with me right now, where we're going? Well, remember when I said last Sunday, when we know the end, when we know the end, when we're going, that changes everything about how we see live out today. Why? Because the perspective changes. Perspective of our lives today changes because we know where we're headed. So we're headed to a place where there's no suffering, no pain. And that gives us hope. Now when Je- uh, Revelation was uh, written by Apostle John, it was distributed to Christians throughout the region. And at that time, a lot of Christians were beginning to be persecuted. So they, because they were Christians, now they're being crucified uh, they're they're being, uh, being put into uh, gladiator fights, Colosseum. They're pu- being put to death. And you know, <laughs> crazy thing is, there, there are reports, like historians saying, these Christians, I, I don't understand what they have, but they are dying on the cross. They're physically dying, yet they're praising God. What, like, what, what is this? What's going on? It's because they had hope. They knew this life was just nothing but a whisper, nothing but a vapor. In the Bible, it says our lives here on this side of eternity, it's nothing but a vapor that will pass away. And because they knew, the Christians knew, what was awaiting for them was eternity with God, eternity where there's no pain, eternity where there's no death, eternity of joy, that gave them Hope that gave them perspective to persevere, endure today. Even if when you look around and you see, you don't see heaven, it's coming, it's coming. And you know, the wonderful, wonderful thing. And this is something that uh, our one of our leaders at uh, JG that pointed out at our SMP uh, uh, yesterday at SMP was how God says, It is done, it is done. I am the alpha and the omega, beginning and the end. It is done. That's in the past tense, right? It's already done. What's our place in heaven is already determined. It is done. And you know where else God says it is done? Jesus says it is finished on the cross. When he died on the cross, he says it is finished. It's done. And when he returns, he will restore all things. He will be with us in this new home for eternity. And heaven is heaven because that's where God is. That's where God is dwelling with us face to face. And if that's the case... One, we we get the perspective to endure this life because it's a whisper, right? It's a vapor compared to eternity. But also, we know, we know we can experience a little bit of heaven right now at this moment. How? Because Jesus is with you. He is with you. Remember when he said in the Great Commission, Matthew 28, I am with you forever. Jesus is with you. And not only that, he gives you the Holy Spirit, the third person of Trinity to be with you throughout this life, throughout the suffering, throughout the mundane, throughout this broken world. I am with you. You can experience heaven. You're going to be there. You're going to be there. And that's going to be so good. When, when Jesus returns as the king of kings who conquered even death, sin and Satan, it's going to be so good. There will be no suffering. But until then, we can taste. We can taste that heaven. How? Because Jesus is with us. God is with us right now. Even at this worship service, he is with us. And that's how, brothers and sisters, we can endure. Looking at the, the heaven that is coming, when we are face to face with God, not, not just for, like, years, but for eternity. Until that day comes, we can experience it in our lives right now. And we endure the suffering. We endure the mundane because he is with us. And, of course, of course, the only way for us to experience this uh, home that is being prepared for us is through faith in Jesus. As we, we uh, preach every, every Sunday, it's Jesus Jesus is the one. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only one where we can get to this heaven. So brothers, sisters, and friends, put your faith in Jesus and know that once you do, you can experience this heaven. Not in the future. Yes, it's going to be glorious. But you can experience it right now at this time through Jesus who lives in you. Would you bow your heads and join me in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the cross, which made it possible for us to be with you face-to-face for eternity, where new heavens and new earth, new body, everything is created anew, and sin will be no more. Death will be no more. Decay will be no more. And you will wipe away every tear from our faces personally because you will be there with us for eternity, face to face. And Lord, we can't wait. We can't wait. But until that day, Lord, remind us of where we're headed, that the hope that we have in you and knowing that we're headed that way, Lord, help us to endure through this life where it's, it might feel like it's everything during the thick of it, but give us the perspective of eternity where this life is nothing but a vapor, nothing but a vapor in the winter, cold winter air where you it just comes and it goes, nothing but a vapor, but eternity with you, that is everything. So give us the power to endure through this life knowing that we have great hope in where we're headed and also we know that you are with us because that is also the promise that you have given all who put our trust in you jesus so lord we want to say thank you thank you for the cross and we want to say we love you because out of love you sent your son to die for us. Out of love, you came to the broken world. Out of love, when we turned away from you, you still pursued us. So we thank you, Lord. We love you. We prayed everything in Jesus' name. Amen.